Hello, and welcome to our Celts Language Weeks podcast. In today's fourth episode, I'm going to talk about food in Scotland. Where will you and your group of students eat whilst you are here? What types of food are available? Where can you go to buy food, including some of those tasty Scottish specialities? And of course, how we can help you. Improve your students' English with Celts from coolscot-tours.com Listen, learn about bringing your school groups to Scotland on a language week and discover Scotland's warmth with your host, David McCarthy. As food is a topic close to most people's hearts, we'll not waste any time and we'll jump straight in with a wee amuse-bouche. Where will you and your students eat whilst in Scotland? Well, of course, there are three main options, depending on where you've chosen to stay. You might be eating in host families, youth hostels, or possibly even hotels. So I'm going to begin by starting to talk about where you might eat whilst in Edinburgh, and then we'll move on to options outside of Edinburgh. For starters, let's have a look, appropriately enough, at breakfast. And we'll begin by looking at what you, as teachers, might be offered. You'll be pleased to know that you are likely to have a wider choice than your students. Most teachers, as we previously discussed in our accommodation episode, choose to stay in either a bed and breakfast or a small hotel. And of course, typically the breakfast cost will be included. Most B&Bs and small hotels will have a hot option. In a B&B, this would be known as a full Scottish. What does this consist of? Well, typically it's eggs, normally fried, but if you ask, they will normally provide boiled eggs or scrambled eggs. You will also get bacon, quite possibly haggis, black pudding, together with tomatoes and mushrooms. Other hot options, you may be offered porridge, kippers, a type of fish, or a special Scottish fish known as an Arbroath Smoky, which is smoked haddock. In addition to this, there will be cereal on offer, Examples might be cornflakes or Weetabix, white or brown toast with a variety of jams, or possibly a British spread known as Marmite. And then for drink, there will probably be either orange juice or other fruit juices, tea and coffee. Your students staying in host families will also have their breakfast included Their choice of food, however, will not be quite as wide. Typically, they will be offered cereal and again, cornflakes, Weedabix, other cereals such as Cocoa Pops are quite often presented. They will have white or brown toast with a variety of jams 
and possibly marmalade. They will be offered tea and coffee as well. At this point, I must mention an aspect of British and Scottish culture, which is quite often different to how students experience things at home in their country. It would be quite common for a host family to show your students where things live in the kitchen and invite them to help themselves. In other words, they'd be shown the bread lives in the cupboard, the butter's in the fridge, the milk's in the fridge, the jams are in a different cupboard, and the family themselves would not necessarily be up at the same time having breakfast with your students. We have experienced some students who have told us that in their home country, if a guest stays in their house, the family would normally lay everything out, all the food, all the jams, all the milk, and effectively breakfast is served for their guests. Because of the culture in their home countries, some students feel that if a Scottish family simply says, help yourself, and shows where items live in the cupboards, that this actually is quite rude, because in their country they experience a family serving breakfast to them when they're a guest. Now, as far as we're concerned in Scotland, if you are invited to treat the place as though it is your home, then they feel that they're being very, very friendly when they invite you to go into their cupboards, take the food and help yourself. We feel it is important that your students understand this aspect of Scottish culture and the possible difference between the culture in their own country before they arrive in order to avoid any misunderstandings. One thing that we have found is that some students from other countries continue a behaviour which they typically do at home when they are in Edinburgh. That is, that despite breakfast being on offer at the host families, students often tend to get up and leave the house without having had breakfast. The reason seems to be that schools often start earlier in other countries than they do in Great Britain. And because of this, students are used to getting up at the last possible minute before leaving home. We have frequently seen students arriving at our Celts language school, having dropped by somewhere like Starbucks or another fast food shop called Greg's to get coffee before their morning lessons. They also often like to buy a snack for a mid-morning break because they haven't had any breakfast. As your students' parents will have paid for the host families to provide breakfast, we strongly recommend the students get up early enough to eat something before they set off in the morning. In the event that you and your group have chosen to stay in a youth hostel, again breakfast will be included and the choice will be to have a cooked breakfast or a continental breakfast. This decision usually has to be made before you arrive in Scotland and most groups choose to have a so-called continental breakfast, partly because this is cheapest and partly because this is close to what they're used to. A continental breakfast typically will have bread, rolls, cheeses, meats and some fruit juice and coffee. 
Let's move on to the second course in our podcast meal and talk about lunch. Now, neither teachers nor students have lunch included. If teachers stay in a B&B, they only get breakfast. If they stay in a hotel, they tend to only get breakfast. Students, usually staying with host families, are staying on what is known as a half-board basis. That is, they only get breakfast and dinner. So, we've frequently been asked, why is no packed lunch included for the students? Well, the truth is, in the past, host families did used to provide a typical British packed lunch. And what did it consist of? Well, a typical British packed lunch has sandwiches usually made with soft white bread with cheese or ham inside, a packet of crisps, a piece of fruit and a bottle of water. We used to watch the students throw away their packed lunch, often unopened. And when asked why, they said they didn't like the bread, they didn't like the crisp flavours, and they didn't want to eat the fruit. The only thing they would consume was the bottle of water. Now, of course, this was a waste of food, a waste of the host family's time in making it, and a waste of the students' parents' money. Occasionally, host families would even find the packed lunches that they'd made thrown under the bed in the host family's house. It's perhaps not surprising as a result of this that host families began refusing to provide packed lunches. If your students want to buy lunch in central Edinburgh, the best place to go is a supermarket or a newsagent. Typically, these will offer meal deals. They usually cost something like £3 and will consist of a sandwich, a snack item, which might be a packet of fruit, a packet of crisps, a chocolate bar, and a bottle of water or a bottle of Coke. There are also typical fast food establishments, your McDonald's, Subway, Kentucky Fried Chicken, are all in central Edinburgh. Many students love going to a burger bar known as Five Guys, and there is one in central Edinburgh. There are, of course, a variety of small cafes and restaurants. Teachers will often head to the pubs or the smaller coffee house establishments for hot food. If you and your students are staying in a youth hostel, there will be an option to purchase a packed lunch from the youth hostel. We have found that similar to host families, unfortunately the students tend not to like the packed lunch that is on offer. At Kelts, our tutors will of course help your students to find some of the best places to have lunch. Continuing our podcast meal theme, let's now move on to dessert. In this case, we're going to discuss dinner options. For teachers who have chosen to stay in a bed and breakfast or a small hotel, 
Usually, there is no dinner included. So teachers tend to go off and find a restaurant somewhere in central Edinburgh. And whilst we at Celts can help with this, typically we have found teachers like to explore Edinburgh by themselves. As far as students are concerned, dinner is included at host families. Please make your students aware that in Scotland, we can use different words to describe the main meal of the evening. I have been calling it dinner. However, some Scottish families will also call it tea or even supper. There is no commonly agreed method of using these terms, although generally it might be said that tea is served between 4pm and say 6pm, dinner might be served between 6pm and 8pm and supper might be served after 8pm. Some cafes or restaurants will serve what is known as a high tea. Typically, this will have sandwiches, cakes and a hot meal, such as fish and chips. However, just to confuse matters, if you go to a fish and chip shop, they will often sell what is known as a fish supper. This will typically be two pieces of fish plus a portion of chips and is meant to be your main evening meal. If your students are not aware of some of these different words used to describe the main evening meal, it could occasionally lead to some confusion. We had one set of students staying in a host family once, and the host mother said to the students, would you like some tea? The students thought that the lady was offering them cups of tea, and they said, no thank you. And she said, are you absolutely sure you don't want any tea? And they said, yes, positive, thank you. Of course, the host mum was referring to the main meal of the evening. And so, because the girls had said, no, we don't want any tea, the host mum didn't cook them a meal. And they came in the next morning complaining that they hadn't had a meal, when in fact it was simply a misunderstanding of the words being used. Most host families would serve an evening meal at a set time, usually 6pm. And this may or may not be a family dinner where other members of the host family sit down at the same time. Typically, a host family would ask students in advance if they're going out on an organised activity that evening, for example, going Kaylee dancing. If that was the case, the family would try and prepare the meal earlier to allow the students to travel back into town and would expect the students to return and be home in time for dinner. We would ask that if your students decide to stay in town and not return to a host family in time for dinner, that they tell the host family in advance. Obviously, it can be quite frustrating for a host mum to prepare a meal for the students simply not to turn up. I'm now going to share with you a couple of pieces of advice for your students. Some students eat the meal, but they're still hungry. They haven't had enough food. Growing teenagers and all that. So we recommend if the quantity of food they've been given is not sufficient, they very politely ask the host family if they might have some more, rather than just going hungry, which is what a number of students have done in the past. 
Another thing that they can do if they're worried they're not going to like the food that will be served, ask the host family about the meals in advance. Maybe before they leave the house in the morning, what will you be serving for dinner this evening? In case it's something that your students may not like, they can always ask the host mother, is it possible to have something else instead? Finally, an aspect of Scottish culture in connection with dinners is that many families serve pre-cooked, ready meals. These might be meals that you simply take out the packet and heat up in the microwave for three or four minutes, or they might be frozen meals that you take out the freezer and put in the oven for 20 minutes or so. We know that many students are used to eating freshly cooked meals at home in their own country, and this cultural difference might be a little unsettling for some students. Now, a podcast snack or two. Scotland has its own speciality foods. Examples of this would be haggis, oat cakes, tablet, something that's very sweet and similar to fudge, shortbread, fish and chips, of course, and deep fried Mars bars. During your Celts week, Our tutors will often bring in samples of some of these foods and might even construct a lesson simply around food in Scotland. Your students would have an opportunity to sample some of these foods, but equally it would be their responsibility to let the tutor know if they have any food intolerances. Our tutors will provide guidance on where your students can obtain some of these Scottish specialities, if that is what they wish to do, both in Edinburgh and perhaps whilst out on a day tour. We've discussed where you and your students can get their food whilst they're in Edinburgh. So finally, let's discuss where you can all eat outside of Edinburgh. Some groups will take a day tour and some of the host families will provide packed lunches at the weekends only for your students. Otherwise, exploring towns and villages is all part of the experience. Stops are planned by Celts in places where lunch can easily be obtained. Occasionally, if lunch stop happens to be at a visitor attraction, we will always make sure there is a cafe there where you and your students can get something to eat. One word of advice, coach companies do not allow hot food or hot drink on the vehicle. If your group is doing an extended coach tour around Scotland and staying in hostels, then all the comments about food in hostels that I made earlier with respect to Edinburgh will apply when travelling around Scotland. If your group is staying in the private country house that we work with on the edge of the Highlands, remember that this is Italian owned. They will provide a continental breakfast. They do not normally provide any lunch. However, this can be done at an extra cost if required. And they will usually include dinner which will be pasta with one or more different sauces, bread, water, 
Coca-Cola and a dessert. That's a few words about food in Scotland. If you found it useful and wish to hear more, be sure to subscribe to our Celts Language Weeks podcast on Apple's podcast app, iTunes, or whichever method you use to listen to podcasts. In our next episode, I'll be talking about currency, where we recommend you and your students get your currency, things to watch out for, including some that are unique to Scotland, and a quick guide on giving tips when you bring a school group on a Celts Language Week in Edinburgh or elsewhere in Scotland. Well, that's us for now. If you want to learn more, head over to coolscott-tours.com and take a read of our blog. Or follow our Instagram account at coolscott.tours where we look forward to helping you discover Scotland's warmth. Until next time, as the Scots say, Lang may alarm reek.